Savior and our King, the one who gave it all. He gave up everything. Let's think about the man who shed his precious blood so we could be his friends, his friends until the end. And give our love and praise to him. He is our Savior and our friend. Let's give our love and praise to him. He is our Savior and our friend. Beautiful. Let us pray again. We want our hearts to be open this morning to receive the engrafted word which is able to save our souls. Therefore, we pray that the Holy Spirit will touch our hearts, renew that right spirit within us. May our heart be a heart of flesh that is able to receive. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Well, how many of you were here last week? Okay, almost everybody. How many were not here last week? Okay, so everybody was practically here. What a blessing. Last week I talked about why God heals people today. And um, I want to believe that some of you are receiving your healings and your miracles. You know, what we say is what takes place in your life. And don't despise it. Don't take it for granted. The word of God, when spoken, God ensures that, says that he watches over his word to perform it. So when we speak God's word, believe it. I have seen over the years things that have been said that have practically taken place in my life. Yesterday night, I was listening to an old message preached by a bishop around 2003. And I was surprised that many of the things that he said, because that service, I was inside the service. It has come to pass in the church and even in my life. So, it is a great blessing when you hear the word of God. Because what you hear happens. Do you understand? You have to believe it. You have to believe it. You know, when you read the book of Job, the Bible says that God called his children. I think Job chapter 1 from verse 6. And Satan also came. Now, the fact that Satan was in the presence of God does not mean that if there were blessings and things said, he partook in it. He, he has a different spirit. He went there with a spirit of envy and jealousy and hatred. You see, so he can't receive. He can't receive. And you must be careful when you have the opportunity to be in the presence of God. That is why you have to pray consistently, even before you come to church. Father, touch my heart. Let my presence in church be a blessing. You have to pray for your heart. Because sometimes you, you, there are things that can be inside you and you, you will not receive a blessing. You will go out with something that you shouldn't have received. Because Satan, by the time he left the presence of God, he had been given authority to go and spoil somebody's life. <laughs> yeah. And if you are vengeful and you have things that are not correct, you can leave the presence of God and you, you, you have planned and purpose to do evil. So be careful. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are quiet too. All right. I want to talk about um, 
something that is very important. I know everything we say is important. But I believe that this one will be a blessing. I, I, I started to preach about the four laws of miracles and manifestations. I didn't finish it. So I want to finish it probably this morning in this service. I talked about the law of divine selection, if you were here. That was about two weeks ago. And this morning I'm going to talk, talk about the law of humility. Humility. Miracles and manifestations operate under certain conditions. That's what makes laws work. It's almost like, you see, when a car is built, you cannot drive the car in an ocean. It has been created to function on the road. Yeah. If you try to drive your car in an ocean, it's only James Bond who used to do that. But that one is not real. You and I know it. Yeah. That one is not real. A movie. But your car, I mean, sometimes when you are driving and you see a certain kind of flag, I watched a documentary some time ago. It's not a documentary, just a short clip. A huge truck, and the driver assumed that he can cross the flooded portion of the road. Oh, when he entered in the middle, then the, the current carried the huge truck, buried the truck, everything within a few minutes. You can't, you couldn't even see anything. Yeah, the, the, the truck is not the canoe. Immediately the ties lose friction. It loses ground. Charlie, that's it. Because the, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the current is strong and it moves the car small, that's it. You, you turn your steer, you step on brakes, you change gear, nothing will work. Nothing will work. And you see that a huge truck with the assumption that this truck can cross. Careful then. So, you know, there are things that give grounds for spiritual things to happen. And you shouldn't take them for granted. Do you understand? You shouldn't take them for granted. Many of us take things for granted. It's just like, you see, when you have somebody you are familiar with, you know the person. Sometimes, when you are going to the presence of the person, if the person is a great person, there is a certain laissez-faire, I mean, let me break it down. It's almost like a very casual approach to the person. Because you know the person. And it's like your approach doesn't take into recognition the status of the person because you are familiar with the person. Now, when you have such a relationship, what authority and influence the person has is also lost in your relationship. Yeah. Do you understand what I said? Or you want me to explain it again? Let's read the Bible before you see that we are not reading the Bible. Mark chapter 5 and from verse 25. Mark 5, 25. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians 
and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. Let's read on. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? Look at all these thousands of people around thee, and then you are asking us, and all these people want to come to you, and you are asking us, Who touched you? What kind of question is that? You see, it is a sign of familiarity. And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Beautiful. Jesus Christ was with the apostles or the disciples and thousands of people around him. And one woman, we don't know where she was standing, who had an issue. Twelve years bleeding. I mean, women, any woman bleeds for even one month. It's a prayer topic. Yeah. You go to hospital, I'm telling you, even when it is one week, it becomes a problem. Then, one month, two months, six months, one year, two years, five years, ten years, twelve good years, bleeding. I mean, it's not a comfortable situation. So she was desperate for help. Now here are the disciples who are always around. And other people who are around. And I am sure the thousands of the people who were there, many of them also had problems. Some of them, their problems were maybe more than 12 years in their lives. I mean, the woman's own was bleeding. Somebody's own is another thing. Everybody has a different kind of problem. As we sit in the church, I mean, somebody's problem is money for rent. Somebody's problem too is, I mean, uh, money for uh, school fees. Somebody too is not well. And not that they have, they don't, they have money, but they are not getting well. They have gone to hospital, they are taking all kinds of medication. Yeah. Hmm? Hmm. So you will expect that what made the woman stead up in her heart and believed that if I touch him, something will happen. And you see, given the way the crowd was, it was not just like just walking and touching the person. It means probably even crawling 
trying to find your way. People will be hitting you. It's like, what are you doing, crazy woman? What are you doing? Insults and everything. Just to go near him. Just to go near him. And touch the garment. And she did it. And then the people who were around, when he asked them, who touched me? They looked at him and said, ah, what do you mean? Many people are around here. Look at all these thousands of people. And, he, and you're asking us who touched you. I mean, what kind of question is that? Yeah. What kind of a question is that? You know, sometimes that's how we are in the church. You can be around for a long time. And, and, and you are so familiar with the pastor. You are so familiar with the church. It's like you come as a routine attendee. Do you understand? You don't come with a certain heightened expectation that today, this problem, as I'm coming to church, I am telling you, Lord, I will never go back with this problem. And you see somebody who just comes maybe once. Yeah. I've seen it before. One day we had a guy who came to church. And after the church, he went to see another pastor to tell him a testimony. And his testimony was that he had a swelling I think on his hip or something. A swelling. Initially they thought it was a boil. So they started using things and the thing became something else. So even when he's wearing trousers he has to make sure that he puts things there to cover it because it's a bit sensitive and painful. The thing has been there. And somebody invited him to church. The first day he came to church, he said when he was sitting in the church, he prayed that that thing will disappear. And so when the pastor, in fact, I was the one preaching. When I finished preaching, he came forward to give his life to Christ. And I remember that I laid hands on him. Normally, I don't lay hands on people who give their life to Christ. But I laid hands on him. He came with two other ladies. So I just prayed, may the Lord strengthen you, renew you in every part of your body. So, when he was going back, then he felt as if something was seeping down. So when he sat down, then he realized that no, it it looks as if something is best. The thing was best. So he moved to the washroom, moved the trousers, Clean, 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 clean. Everything came out. And the things that came out, you... Yeah. When he was trying that thing, I said, Charlie, I mean, it is God who has healed you. It It is your faith. Yeah. Your faith has made you whole. But you see, you see the people who are around there. And I remember... There are people who are around, they have issues, but Charlie, they come to church, the thing is there. Sometimes you even pray for them, it won't go. Yeah. (laughs) You know people have problems, you pray for them, nothing works. But somebody who, you don't know the person has a problem, and the person believes so much that, even just a a walk past, I went uh, with a, a bishop to a convention, and as he was ministering, he was, you know, he was preaching, and he was walking through the aisle. Then, I mean, people were just falling, screaming. Hey! And after the uh, service testimony, and he prayed. When you fall down, oh, he'll pray for you. Then a woman gave a fantastic testimony. Yeah. She has fibroids. And the thing is like almost, it's like five months pregnancy type of fibroid. Big. Yeah. And they said they have to do her operation. She was afraid. I mean, some people are afraid of operation. Yeah. She's afraid to go and operate on the thing. And the thing is worrying her. And the doctors told her that if she doesn't remove it, the possibility that she will never give birth is high. It will worry her. So she should remove it because she was not married. And she said, when the pastor was walking through there, she felt as if somebody had thrown something into her stomach. And it was very cool, a certain feeling. 
she just couldn't help herself. So she started to scream. Oh. And after some time, she just felt that the thing, you see, it's like when she touches the stomach, sometimes it's a bit hard, whatever. But she said, oh, she felt, she just, I mean, she didn't see blood or anything coming out, but she just knew that the thing has disappeared. And true to this, so the pastor prayed for her and said, go and do a test. So she went to do the test and she came the third day, the last day of the convention. The thing had disappeared. And her doctor was surprised. Yeah. Disappeared. Five, five brothers is like five months. You know, miracles and they happen. But sometimes it is our attitude that denies us from receiving it. Yeah. Some of us are just aloof. Aloof means you are taking things for granted. You know, if you don't have a problem, eh, when you hear somebody who has a problem, you think that they are some way. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've seen it. Sometimes you, you see people who have issues, eh, and the issue to somebody, it is not an issue. I remember some time ago, a certain brother, I mean, very active brother in the church. You know? Happy. He sings to one of the groups in the church. All of a sudden, his countenance changed. I mean, when I'm, when I'm with people, I watch their faces. When you change, I will see. Unless you are wearing a mask. Yeah. And... I noticed that, I mean, he's detached, he's aloof, it's like some, something is wrong. He has become inactive. So I called him, what's happening? Hey, the guy had broken. A girl in the church that he liked, the girl was a niece to one of the pastors. And he had a good relationship with the pastor. So he assumed that oh, when he tells the pastor that I like this your niece, it will be automatic. But the pastor didn't support the relationship and told him that no, it won't work. And he told him plainly that it won't work. And he told the girl that no, don't encourage it at all. So the girl also said, well, if that's what he has said, because he's like my father, I cannot do anything. Then another boy in the church went forward and oh, the pastor agreed. So the guy was hurt. What have I done? So for a long time and this had taken place for about six months and he was not telling anybody. So for a long time, the guy was suffering from broken hearts. So that day when I was talking to him, he started to cry. I tell you. You see, but then I was saying to myself, hey, I mean, some of us, this kind of things, we don't understand it too. <laughs> ah! Amen! But it is a problem for some people. Sure. You, you, maybe you go and propose and the girl says, no, you can move on. Say, oh, wait, you not be anything. Why? Are you Princess Diana? We, we go get plenty women day. Yeah? But challenge some brothers. Hey! The one they like. I mean, when you read the story of Romeo and Juliet, they loved themselves and committed suicide. Killed themselves. Do you understand? That's how some people are. Everybody and how they respond to their things. So sometimes you can easily dismiss somebody's problem. Like, look, somebody, there, are, there are some people, I remember a guy who lost his job. I mean, hey, he's always, I mean, you won't even see that. Yeah, happy in church, dancing, I mean, Charlie, if he doesn't have money, Walk. I mean, it's like Charlie. He doesn't care. But another brother lost his job. He, he, he became depressed. Yeah, and he became depressed. With and when somebody said, "Oh, bring your CV and let me send it to somebody," he didn't even want to send the CV. He's like, ah. he has to heal first. <laughs> yeah, he has to heal. But sometimes, you know, people issues, eh? Hmm. 
If you don't understand what people go through, you will not understand the desperation for solutions. Yeah. There are some sisters, when their marriages break, they move on. And there are some sisters, when their marriages break, that's the end. Yeah. I remember a sister whose husband died when she was pregnant. And I'm not sure the husband. When she was pregnant. Fresh marriage. And they recommended their brother that Charlie marry him and be happy. Oh, she agreed. So by the time the child was born, the child had a father. Another one too, the husband died in an accident. They recommended, up to today, no marriage. And when you see her, she looks older. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. You know, when sometimes you don't see and believe that the, a problem has a solution, and you throw your hand in the air. You can be around the source of the solution and the help, and you will never receive or tap into that liberation. And many people are like that in their church. That's why you can move on. You are not happy. Some of you, if even somebody promises to marry you, you say, eh. Eh. all this, yeah. 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 Somebody is looking forward to it. Praying for it. Yeah. Hoping. And the thing that makes that attitude very, very important is the spirit of humility. To accept that you need help. You know, it is pride. When you see somebody who has a problem and you want to help or you can help and the person doesn't it's like, ah, are you sure? It's like, I'm not, meanwhile, you have the problem. It is with you. It is with you. It is pride. And many Christians have the spirit of pride. You see, don't accept problems. Don't accept certain conditions as a standard. Yeah. Don't accept it. Be, 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 be prayerful. Because even prayer, it takes humility to pray about a problem consistently for a long time, over a long period, and not get results. Sometimes people give up. It's like you have prayed about something, people have prophesied. I remember a sister who went to marry somebody's husband. I mean, well, the man didn't marry her, but it's almost like it's a marriage. Because the man impregnated her, gave her a house, gave her a car. And she had no remorse. She said to another person, another sister, people have prophesied, I will get a good marriage and this. She has, she's not seeing it. And she's growing. Yeah. And she was just 32 years. Yeah. 32 years. Yeah, she's growing. So, she met this married man. And some of the married men to Charlie, they are like cows on the loose. Any grass, they will eat. <laughs> yeah. Green grass, brown grass. I mean, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> so it's like, if you, if, if you, if you are not strong here, even sometimes when you are mad, you'll be surprised that somebody can be coming after you. Yeah. There are people who chase married women. Yeah. Yeah. Pregnant women. There are people who sleep with people's wives who are pregnant. I've seen some before. Yeah. So, when you give up, and you stop believing 
It is a sign of pride. Don't stop. Anything God says he will do, eh? he will do it. But you see, sometimes things, some things can, can, can take long. And, and I, 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 one of the things I always believe is if, if I have to wait for a long time to get good food to eat, I think it is better than to eat junk. I remember when we were young, me and my younger brother, hey, when we come home from school, then there used to be a bakery in the area. They bake fresh bread. I mean, sometimes in the afternoon, you can go and get fresh bread. Then me and my brother will go and buy one big fresh bread. They will put margarine or butter inside and it will melt. It's very nice. <laughs> Then you get some coke or something. Oh, Charlie. You eat it and your stomach is full. But it's not a good diet. <laughs> it's not a good diet. Because we can't wait for our mother to come. It's like maybe you have to boil rice. Boys, boys. You see how it is? You have to boil rice or boil yam or do something. Meanwhile, there is stew or there is soup or something in the freezer that you can... But look, let's go and eat some bread. I mean, hot, fresh bread. I, mean, I don't know when you are a child. You like we like bread, by or children like bread. It's not that that thing has left us, but when we were children, we used to like bread, by especially when it's hot. Sometimes you can smell the bakery when they are baking the the scent. It's very nice, I tell you. <laughs> ah, oh, <laughs> so. You you have filled your stomach, oh, but that thing that's in your stomach, oh, it's nothing. Yeah, it can give you constipation. I tell you, yeah, bread and coke. It's not a it's not a good combination at all. <laughs> yeah, hey, because we didn't have the patience to wait for a good meal, nourishing meal. Yeah. Today, when I'm hungry, I don't think about bread. <laughs> I don't think about bread. I mean, no, 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 no. It's not bread. It's not bread. Bread and margarine and cook. Ah! Even those times, there was no egg to add to it. You wouldn't think of egg. It's the butter. When you put the butter inside and it melts, the bread is hot. It's, I mean, I don't know, but the feeling, eh? <laughs> Then you get some cold ice cook, man. Feel on top of the world. Yeah, but you have eaten junk. Yeah. You see, that's how life is. When you don't learn to be patient with God, when you are impatient, it's a sign of pride. I want this and I want it now. But what you want is not what you, 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 you are, you are supposed to receive. That's why many people make mistakes in their lives. The choices they make. Yeah. You see people are looking for a job. And you know that there are some jobs. You shouldn't do it. But I'm not getting any job. Recently a lady died. In our church. What work was she doing? She was working in a, a pub. And when she got that job, she changed because of the environment and the people. When, when, the, when they sent me her picture, her last picture, well, I don't know whether it's her last picture. When I saw the picture, I said, ah, that's not her. Then the pastor said, no, it's, it's her. She, she, her makeup, her face, I mean, it's like, hey. She has changed completely. Even stopped going to church. But when she died, the, the, the family has come to tell the church that your church member has died. Yeah. She backslid completely. And we used to tell her, don't accept such a job. You now you have issues, you know, problems. So this is not the environment you should be working in. And she, she, she loved it. It has cost her life. Patience eh, is a virtue. When you have suffered for 12 years, you can easily become desperate. When you have gone through issues and problems, there are some things that 
you you have come to meet in the family. You, 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 it takes a supernatural power. Yeah. And, and some of you, if you start believing in God well and you start praying well, you will see that you will be the reason why something will change in the family. Huh. Because you see, Jesus said to the woman, your faith, what she believed is what she received. Yeah. Daughter, thy faith. He didn't talk about his power. Then my power has healed you. He said, your faith. What do you believe? What do you believe? Abraham had so much faith in God. Even though he made a mistake and listened to his wife. Women there. What Eve did to Adam, Sarah was trying to do also to Abraham. Yeah. Brothers, we need prayers. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very wild thing. And up to today, Israel is suffering from that problem. That mistake. Two brothers. Yeah. Yeah. When they sent him out of the house, he became an archer. It's like one of the blessings in Ishmael's life was he was an archer. Archers through bow and arrow. They fight. So when you go to West Bank, the Philistines, the Palestinians, they throw, now they don't throw arrows. They throw bombs, missiles, archers <laughs> into Israeli territory. And any time a bomb lands and kills one Israeli, they will kill one is two hundred. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they have been fighting after today. Yeah. Learn to believe and be patient and be prayerful. Any pro- Sometimes, some of you have identified the problem that you have. Sometimes it's poverty. Some of you are, you are coming from places where there's a cycle of poverty. Nobody has progressed above a certain Nobody's marriage is working. I remember a brother who said, look, apart from my grandfather and my grandmother who married, who stayed in the marriage till they died, all their children, my father's uh, brothers and uh, sisters, everybody's marriage didn't work. And their children too, they, they have seen that all of them, as they enter marriage, the marriages are not working. Immediately, you have to see that it's a problem. It's a problem that needs immediate attention. Yeah. 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 If you don't see things that way, eh, number one, you will never have a desire and a hunger to solve a problem or to have things change. And sometimes when you are even acknowledge it and you, it's like, what should I do? No. Once you have come to God and you have come closer to God and you are a Christian sitting here, I am telling you, any problem that you see, you can overcome it. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you come from homes where there are families that fight. I've seen families that fight. And the fighting is not over property. It's not over money. It's not over... There's nothing to fight about. Foolishness. This one doesn't talk to this one. This one's children shouldn't talk to this one. And when they meet fireworks, insults, curses, meanwhile, hungry, they are poor, there's nothing, instead of being one in spirit and in heart, there is division. The only time that they will come together is when somebody has died and they are buying the person. Then they are sitting down, oh, fake Christ. Yeah. 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 Be careful. Be alert. Be vigilant. Be sober. Be humble. Be alert. If you don't rise up to, to take control of problems. You see, you know that God, he, 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 he has power to heal. He has power to heal. But the power is according to also the power that lies in you. Look at Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. 
Anything you believe God for, he can do it. But there's a condition. Now to him that is able to do, exceeding abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Anything that you, 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 you have ever asked or you have even thought of, he is able to do exceeding abundantly above it. But it is according to the power that works in you. So, when you don't see a change in certain situations, it is because of the way you are. Yeah. When you don't see certain signs and, and wonders and spectacular things happening, it is according to the power that that's how you are. If you want to walk in humility, your faith must be worn on your sleeve all the time. You see, sometimes when you believe in something for a long time, it makes you feel like a fool. It makes you feel like you are not real. You know, you can imagine being the shoe of Abraham, 75-year-old man that God says, I will give you a child. And he has been moving around for 25 years. The child has not come. I mean, and, and the wife feels that, look, me, I'm not able to give birth. Because, I mean, the Bible says that she was well stricken. I mean, well stricken in age. It has ceased to be with her. As was the manner of women. She doesn't even ovulate. Is that so? Ovulate and menstruate. So there is no possibility of pregnancy. So, with her rational mind, say, look, my Lord, you there, you are a man. Your, your gun is always uh, 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 uh. potent. A man can be 90 years and impregnate you. If you like joke. <laughs> That's why you should respect us, I tell you. Yeah. Man is fertile throughout. Unless maybe other matters have come. But yeah, it's very possible. Sometimes you can even look at, sometimes you, 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 you can hear prophecies and hear things and after so many years, if you don't see it, when they say it, you, you, immediately you rebuke it. You don't believe it. It's like, ah, we have heard it. Ah, if it would have happened by now, it would have happened. Hmm? If it would have happened by now, it would have happened. So it means that you've lost hope. But don't lose your hope. Don't lose your faith. Trust in the Lord with everything that is in your being. For curse is the one whose trust is in the arm of flesh. Anybody who makes the Lord his trust is a blessed person. And sometimes, eh, the thing that hasn't manifested, it is because of the timing of God. Because there are also some things that when it comes at the wrong time, it becomes a problem. I've seen people who have, who have, who have gotten money very early and it became a problem. I had a friend. When we finished O level, his father died. And he was the first boy and he had two younger brothers. And his father was a businessman, had money, you know, and the uh, mother had also died earlier on. So it was their father and an auntie who were, I mean, the auntie was helping them and all that. But when the father died, he left the property. To the guy. He had two houses and some cars. Hey! The guy, they gave one of one of the houses, somebody was living in it and paying rent. So the rent was going to their account. And the father left them some money and other things. I just remember, when I remember, I even feel sad. The way we chop the money. Because we were young, we didn't know anything. You are there, then he will bring car, he will come and carry you, Charlie, make we go here. Then you two, ah, make we go there, we go, go. Yeah. Hey, we used to go to places, Dolly's, Frankie's, places in Accra, also eat spring rolls, eat samosa, carry girls, go here, chilling. Hey! No, no, the money was finished, you know. But we there, we didn't know. Then, I went on to sixth form. It was when I was in sixth form. He, so after form five, he didn't go to school. Yeah, he, he didn't go to school. 
chapter 4 5. Hmm? So it was when I was in sixth form that I heard that he had sold the house that they were living in. He had sold it. And when he got the money, he, he, oh, he ate it well, 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 well. You see, when I was leaving Ghana two years ago or something, he was a driver in, uh, for one of these Chinese casinos in Osu. He was a driver. He drives their van. Tell you, a driver, somebody who inherited, you see, the money came, but it came at the wrong time. Because the wisdom was not there. The preparation was not there. Yeah. It's wild, though. So sometimes when God denies you of something, eh, it is, it is appropriate. It's appropriate. You, you have to learn to be patient. But sometimes many of us, one of the reasons why we, we, we go into problems is because you, you want to prove to people that you, you are something. Yeah. I, I remember a guy who bought a car. When he bought the car, I said, why have you bought this car? Me too. I want people to see that. I can, yeah, I can own a car. Is that that we buy a car because you, 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 you need a car to convey you from a place to a place. Maybe you are working. It's, 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 it's helpful. Yeah. And you have children. I mean, it's not easy anymore. When, when you are going out in the morning, you see, People are looking for car. Children, five-year-old, seven-year-old, they are standing by the roadside. When would they get to school? People want to get to work. So it's a blessing if you have a car to move. It's not, you are not buying a car to show to people that, yeah, me too, I can buy a car. It's a foolish mind. And the car that he bought, it is a car that he couldn't afford to maintain. It didn't keep long. The car has disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, I want to show to people that, ah, is that why we buy a car? You want to show what to people? You are my one sister married. When, 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 when she was, I mean, when she brought the guy and I started to talk, I was going to counsel them. When I started speaking with the guy, I, I felt sorry. So I asked her, why do you want to marry? Yeah, my friends, all my friends are married. Yeah. It is not a good reason to marry. You love him. I don't feel the vibes. Because the guy, his mind doesn't work well. When I ask him questions, the way he answers, are you not uncomfortable? Oh, he's a good guy. He's this. He's faithful. He's this. Sister, be careful. Though. Do you know what happened to her? She left the guy. Took their child and went to give the child to her mother and disappeared and left the guy in the house. After today, the guy doesn't know where she is. Yeah. She couldn't handle the foolishness. If you marry somebody who is nabal, a fool, who doesn't have money, it's, 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 it's not an easy thing. But if he has money and he's a fool, you can survive. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened to Abigail. Abigail was married to Nabal. He was a fool. That was what his name was. But she was faithful. The day he died, he came to uh, David. Said, yes, my Lord, I've come. The man is gone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Be wise. Be patient. Have faith. Many of us young guys, we are in a hurry to impress I don't know who. Me, this is my life. I have nobody to impress. Only God. I am what I am. Who I am. Take me as you want. I don't have to drive a certain car to prove anything. Yeah. Travel. You see people who are traveling, they shouldn't travel. I saw one guy. I mean, Charlie. Two, for two years, every every summer, he will carry his wife and three children. America, 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 America. 
the day he lost his job, no, it was loans, loans. How, how do you take loans, money, to travel? You, 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 you divert the money. You, you are doing business. You are, uh, you are, you are, you are working with somebody. You say you, you are taking loans to invest in a business. No, no, you are diverting the money to go on uh, uh, holidays. Buy tickets for, for, for five people, you and your wife, and then your three children. And then go and shop and come. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah you have, then you bring pictures. Eh? You take your children to Disneyland. Disneyland. Eh? You take pictures. Album. Now, now you are there. You have lost your job. The bank is coming after you. Go and show them the pictures. Your investments. <laughs> Go and show them your investment. This is what you invested the money in. Yeah. 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 You traveled. Yeah. You can write, you can write a, a tourism note for them. Yeah. Useless because other people are affording it and they are doing it. So you want to? Oh, no. Do you see a problem? Do you know how to overcome it? Be humble. Sometimes what you have to go through to solve a problem, people will laugh at you. But you see, when you overcome it, you will laugh at them. But when you like to impress them, you will be surprised that one day the laughter will even be more. Yeah. I'm not in competition with anybody. I have friends, mates. Some of them are now ministers. Some of them are this home. Sometimes you don't know what people are going through. You see the person in a nice car. This, that. Hey! They can't sleep. Me, I sleep all. Yeah. I'm not afraid. When I wake up, I feel fresh. Yeah. Yeah. When I get the call, my, my, I don't panic. Nobody is coming after me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trust God. He is. A miracle-working God. And just as this woman received a miracle through her faith, that is what you can also receive. You see, sometimes you are waiting for something dramatic to happen, but you should initiate it. You should be dramatic in your expectations. You should be, you should be fiery in your faith. You should be strong and resilient. You should pursue things. See, if you don't see a problem, it's another problem. But life, eh, as it is, every situation and condition must change. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. I mean, people who are very rich are still working. Because it, 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 is, it is, money Money was not the motivation for working. Yeah. And then you have small money, you, know, you, you become lazy. No, 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 no. 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 God is going to lift us up. He has lifted us up. It is your faith that will bring a blessing into your life. If you follow those who walked in faith, you will see that hey, they ridiculed them, they laughed at them, they didn't understand them, but at the end of the day, they are justified. They are justified. Your story, the ending of your story will be beautiful. Today, if somebody sees you carrying a bucket, you are hustling. Let them laugh at you. Yeah. Let them laugh at you. One day, we had a guy. He worked in an environment where, I mean, people do things. The salary is not good, so people do all kinds of things to survive. I hear there. It's like me and my God. I'll be faithful. And they called him names. He wasn't a, a pastor, but they called him pastors. Like you, dear, you, you have decided that only you, yeah, called him pastor. One day, three of the colleagues they they they, they bit the wrong meat, and the person they did the deal to went to report the thing and became a matter. All of them went to jail. Yeah, three guys. 
Yeah. All of them went to jail. Two years, 18 months. Yeah. 18 months. Yeah. When you are sentenced to 18 months, it's two years. Because the state gives you nine months for one year. Yeah. Hmm. You come back as an ex-convert. You are laughing at somebody. You think you are wise. Yeah. Yeah. He was not a pastor, but the way he, he behaves, I won't do this. I don't like somebody's money. I don't if my salary is this. He's content with what he has. And your greed has taken you to. Yeah. Oh, you can't erase it. Yeah. 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 If God is with you, your story will be better. For I know the thoughts that I have towards you, thoughts of peace, to bring you, not of evil, to bring you to the expected end. That's the power of God. He is desirous, I always say this, you see, God desires to bless you even more than you can imagine. What you say you want, eh, he's, he wants to do far above, exceeding abundantly above all that we may ask or think. You say you want a car. He can give you cars. You want a house. He can, he is giving you houses. Jesus said, anyone who, who gives up land for my sake will, will have more on this. It's like what you give to him, what you offer to him. He is desirous to give you far more than that. He wants healing. He, he wants, he wants a comp, maybe it's your stomach that you want healing in, but he wants a total healing, your soul, your spirit and your body. For eternity, you are restored in whole forever. That's the power of God. And it is an attitude. When you are not humble, you are resisted. You are proud. God doesn't... I mean, you see, proud people, proud people all of us, nobody here will... If you know somebody who is proud, the person is obnoxious. It's, it's difficult to relate with such people. People who are proud. Tell you. Can't correct them when they are wrong. You can't say it. I mean, they are offended in the least thing. They dismiss whatever you are saying, and they don't become any better. Yeah. Let's be wise. Just like this example of this woman. If only we know what God has in Him for us. Whatever it will take for you to draw closer. Some of you, you don't like to pray. You don't like to uh, 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 read your Bible. You, there are things you don't do on your own as a Christian. You are just there. Then Sunday you dress and come to church. You are like an unbeliever. You and the one who doesn't come to church, you are the same. Yeah. Because he doesn't read his Bible. He doesn't pray. He is drinking. He is smoking. You are also drinking. You are smoking. He is chasing girls. You are chasing girls. He is going to the club. You are also going to the club. He's stealing you. Also, everything they do, you are doing some. The only thing is that you come to church on Sunday, and you think that is enough to make you a better person. No, 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 no. Your friends are strange friends. Yeah. How can you be set aside? How can a supernatural environment be created around you? How can the hand of God be upon you? How can you be a peculiar person, a, a, a holy person? I mean, how can you, how can you be set aside? How can it be said of you? You are peculiar. You are, you are holy. It cannot be said. It cannot be said. But I see you changing. Lift up your right hand. Speak to the Lord. Thank Him right now. Thank Him right now. Lord, I pray for a heart. And a spirit of humility. A heart and a spirit of faith. Let me believe. Let me not give up. Let me persist. Let me resist. Any sign of pride in me. That I may be lifted up by you. Show me your mercies. Let me draw nearer. There are many things I don't know. There are many things I don't understand. There are many things... I cannot handle. 
But I know that you have all the solutions. I know that in you lies power. In in you lies healing. In you lies restoration. In you lies miracles. And therefore, Lord, give me the grace to draw nearer. Nearer. Yes. Nearer to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lift your voice. Speak to him. Something has to happen to you this morning. Something. You must tap into the grace. There is a grace. He is not going to reject us when you come to him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He doesn't drive you away. He doesn't drive us away. He's longing. He's longing to receive us. He's longing to hear us. He's longing to, 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 to welcome us. That's our Lord and our God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, help us. We give you glory. And we thank you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated.